and welcome to the Little Morning Christian City Church in East Orange, New Jersey. I'm Pastor Basin, and today is our celebration of faith, family, and football. Faith, family, and football. That one. Yes, and we celebrate Jesus. Also, during this week, we celebrated Pastor Linda and I celebrated our Black Panthers. Y'all know I love Pastor Linda, and, I, and she's just a wonderful woman, but she's not perfect. This baby cowboy. Go Cowboys! So sad. She's a great preacher. She's going to bring the word this day. And we look forward to it. We hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor. Can you wait one minute? Um, I just want to wish you a happy birthday. I know we celebrated your birthday this week, uh, but I wanted to wish you a happy birthday before the people of God as my husband and my pastor. And it really gives me great honor to say to you happy anniversary. Uh, we celebrated 43 years uh, this week, and I will say it's best life. I just love spending it with you and look forward to more, okay? Not to wear anything 
you can see that lets you know um, the team that I root for when it comes to football, but you know, if you could uh, read between the lines, you'll be able to tell, amen, where my heart is. But um, then I was sitting uh, there waiting in the Word, and I said, gee, I didn't want to be a distraction, but I'm looking at some distractions right now. So I have to preach past all these colors that I'm seeing that make me go, you know, and just deliver the word of God anyhow. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, we praise God. He's good. He's good. And we thank God that we're able uh, to do this um, and celebrate and be free to do it. Because I came up in the day. Amen. Where you ain't talk about football, bowling, checkers, chess. Lord have mercy. I think I remember, you know, people know about uh, the great emancipation and when we were truly liberated. I remember when I was able to go to the movies, I felt like I was liberated. <laughs> Amen. And we could run to the movies and run back home and it had to be Bruce Lee. It couldn't be nothing else but Bruce Lee. Uh, maybe Mary Poppins. But I praise God, I'm in a free church today. Amen. And the word of God says, whom the sun set free is truly free indeed. Amen. We praise God. So um, I am going to be um, coming from a couple of scriptures, starting in Ephesians chapter 2. And this morning, I do want to talk to you a little bit about faith, family, and football. Amen. Amen. Um, Ephesians 2, if you will, uh, beginning at um, verse 8. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Amen. How many know that our salvation today is a gift of God? We didn't um, earn it. We did not pay for it. We don't deserve it. Amen. We have not worked for it, but it is a gift of God. God in his infinite wisdom knew that we needed saving. We needed a savior. We needed salvation. And that's what he brought to you and I. And he didn't just think about this um, when we started messing up, the Lord set this in place from the foundations of the world, from the foundations of the earth, the Lord provided salvation for you and I. So we know that um, it is through faith, though, that we obtain and we receive this salvation. It requires that we believe. Amen. I'm going to read a little further uh, in Ephesians and just try to bring this um, all together. Faith, family, and football. So verse 11 says, Wherefore, remember that ye being in times past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called servant, called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of the promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus ye who sometimes were far off are made not by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace who hath made both one 
and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Having abolished in all, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile unto God in one body. By the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace unto you, which were far afar off, and to them that were not. For though, for through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are built together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Amen. We praise God. We're talking about faith, family, and football. We know that um, family, you're born into a family. All of us. We're born into a family. Uh, we, uh, under God's plan or God's sovereignty or God's will, we are birthed into some family, some lineage. We don't get to pick that. We don't pick it. Amen. Uh, there is um, seed. There is a, a genetic disposition, there are uh, physical similarities, sometimes natural similarities, habits, cultures, all of this comes through family. Um, even in adoption, even in adoption, you don't pick your family. Amen. Your family picks you. The elder in adoption things must happen. The elder must consent and agree. Whoever the uh, uh, person is that has responsibility or uh, parental rights over that child uh, either agrees to give the child up for adoption or uh, uh, gives the child to a facility to be adopted or abandons the child. But even abandonment, how do you know, even abandonment is a decision. But that child has nothing to do with it. So even in adoption, we are put into a family that we don't pick and we don't select. Mm, say amen, somebody. And often we say to ourselves, why am I in this family? Oh, Lord. Why is this? Who is? Oh, my God. I wish I had another mother. Oh, my God. I wish I had another father. Oh, my God. Why is he my brother or my sister? Oh, there's my cousin. You know, we see relatives come and we go the other way. Uh, no, none of you do that. Okay. Um, they uh, today call on the phone. Now we don't use the cell phone. You don't pick it up. You know, all those loving things for family, but we don't have choice. We don't get to pick and choose our family. Amen? Amen. But we are all born into a family. And as family members, we have responsibility. Uh, you know, when uh, my mind goes back to uh, Genesis, when um, 
with Cain and Abel, right? And um, I think when uh, we think about relationship, one brother hated the other brother, right? And uh, the Lord, uh, it was funny, uh, the, the uh, hatred or the, the jealousy came because of uh, what one uh, perceived to be favoritism or, you know, um, you know, uh, his offering or his was more preferable than the other, more acceptable than the other. And um, they both, the thing about that is they both had an opportunity, Cain and Abel had an opportunity to offer um, an acceptable offering, right? And that, that is how it is in family, and I'm, I'm deviating a little bit, but just stay with me. Uh, other than we have a disadvantage, the disadvantage could be physical or it could be mental. And outside of those, outside of our abilities, right, whether it be the physical ability or the, the ability to comprehend and move forward, we are born equal, Amen. equal opportunity. So when we look at Cain and Abel, they were born with equal opportunity. They both had the opportunity to offer up a worthy sacrifice to God. Yet one did not and the other did. And the one did that did not became jealous and despised the one that did. That often happens in a family. Often in a family, there are those that um, choose to excel, choose to do homework, choose to come home under or within the curfew, choose not to sneak or be disobedient. And then there's others that choose the opposite. We see that different family members make different choices. And from those choices are different results. And we then look at the results of someone else and ourselves. And we formulate opinions. We formulate feelings. And they begin to work against us as a unit, as a family. And that's what happened with Cain and with Abel. They began to, and I say they, right, but we really know in Cain's heart, he became uh, jealous to the point, the Bible says that he killed his brother. And I'm like, wow, that, that really is a lot of hatred or anger or just despising. But uh, and what, I don't want to focus on that. What I, I really want to focus on is um, the fact that um, the Lord knew what happened, right? And... Um, the Lord didn't stop it. The Lord didn't stop it. It took place, right? He didn't stop it. But this was an interesting thing. The Lord went to Cain and he asked Cain, um, where is Abel, your brother? Where is Abel, your brother? And um, Cain said to him, Am I my brother's keeper? And the thing about this is um, the Lord did not answer him um, directly, if you will. He said to him, um, why is it that I hear? What have you done? What have you done? And why is it that I hear the voice of your brother's blood crying from the ground? So he answers that question with a question. And that holds responsibility 
on Cain. Where is he? Uh, am I his keeper? And God said, but what have you done? What did you do, Cain? Because I'm hearing something that I shouldn't be hearing. So God lets him know you are responsible for your actions towards your family. Amen. You have a responsibility towards your family. We have a responsibility to love and to do good according to the word of God. And we, we, we talk, we use that, am I my, my brother's keeper, to say we are not responsible for our brother. No, you are not responsible to keep your brother. But you are responsible to act righteously towards your brother and your sister. So within the family, we're still talking about family, but I just wanted to reflect from the first family, you know, and, and Lord have mercy. If, the, if there was murder in the first family, God help. God help. And we talk about dysfunction as it's an abnormality, but because of what we see in the Word of God, family is dysfunction is more normal than abnormal. Amen. And that's why we need a Savior. That's why it's a beautiful thing to uh, be raised or have someone in that lineage, someone in that bloodline that knows the Lord. Makes a difference, but dysfunction was from the very beginning of what we see in family jealousy and hatred and murder. We get so not that you, I'm telling you to shake it off, but we see uh, things happen in our families and it just brings us down. It brings us down, but Jesus came to uh, destroy that. And to allow us to be reconciled um, in the name of the Lord. Praise God. So uh, when it comes to family, as I said, we don't pick and choose. We're birthed into a family. Um, the family is by adoption. You're chosen by those people to become a part of that family. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Hallelujah. But when it comes to uh, our, our birthing as spiritual, because of uh, Adam, because of Adam's sin, sin entered to, into the world, right? And we were all born in sin. I'm going to try to get through this quickly. We were all born in sin, and we were shaped in iniquity, right? The Bible says in sin that your mother and your father conceived you. But not just naturally so, but spiritually so. When we were birthed, we were birthed separated from God. Because of sin. We were not in the family of God. Right? We were not in the family of God at birth. And you know I told you, uh, usually uh, when you are, uh, in our case, brought or put into another family, whoever has the parental responsibility over you has to give it up. Right? They consent to give it up. Right? Or they go and they forsake or abandon you to give it up. Right? Because we weren't born in the family of God. But my, the word of God lets me know that God had a better way. And I tried to read this to you in Ephesians, right? God had a better way because our, the person, the spirit, the uh, prince of this world, the family for which I was birthed under, did not consent to give me up. Amen. He did not agree to give me up. I was under, birthed under an earthen realm. It's Satan, the word of God, the Bible says that 
the ruler and he's the prince, right, of this world, right? And um, sin, um, he's the liar, he's a father of lies, right? And um, he is the influencer and the uh, one with power in this earthen realm. So, and he's not giving it up. He's not giving it up. Read the book, read the story. He's not, never is he giving up his position that he's trying to be like God. He's not giving it up. So what God had to do and what God ordained and did was to defeat. <laughs> he defeated him. What Jesus did was the Bible says that Jesus became our propitiation. He became our sacrifice and our mediator. But what he did was he went and he snatched and took the authority that Satan had over me, from me. They did not have a conversation. Satan did not say, well, you can have her, uh, you can have this, but give me that. The Bible says that Jesus went and made a show of the devil openly. And he snatched the keys of death and hell. And he took the power that Satan had from him over me and over you and made it possible for me now to become a member in the family of God. That's I, I read it to you. He says here, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in the ordinance, for to make himself of twain one new man, so making peace. What, what happened, what Jesus did is so great when it comes to family. Amen. We were separated. We were separated because of sin, right? And then the, God had to let us understand that you were separated from me. I didn't intend this, but your, your father Adam did it. And I'm holy and I'm righteous. So let me let you see and understand how far you are from me. Um, and he gave us the law. And what the Lord did was the Lord revealed and demonstrated and showed me how far I was from God. And if I was to be in relationship with God, I would have to keep these laws. And I couldn't keep them. I tried, but I couldn't keep them. My ancestors tried, and they couldn't keep them. Their ancestors tried, but they couldn't keep them. The most we could do was every year take some bulls and goats and, and try to atone a little bit. Amen. And that didn't work all the time. A lot of pastors lost their position. Bible says they would, the bells, would, they would go into the temple with the bells, and you would know whether the sacrifices were accepted, right? Because you could hear them walking out. But how I many know a lot of bells stopped ringing because of my sin and your sin? And it couldn't be atoned enough to satisfy God. But the Lord came in flesh. He came, and the Bible says he came in the volume of the book, in the fulfillment of the law. He fulfilled the law in the eyes of the Father. In this, Ephesians says, in his flesh, in his humanity, he satisfied and he fulfilled what I could not do to become a member in the family of God. Jesus did it for me. And when he did it for me, the Bible says that where there was a separation, where I had to come to God on certain terms and under certain conditions, it was abolished, it was rent. What separated me from relationship with God, Jesus rented 
And see, it's hard for us to really understand this because you were born learning how to pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your mother and your father taught you the Psalms and the prayers. But there was a time we couldn't just bend our knees and talk to God and he hear us. But Jesus did this. And the word of God says, I have access to this by my faith. Amen. By my faith. All I have to do is believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. That Jesus Christ came in this flesh. He took on humanity and he went to Calvary as the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice for my sins. And because he went for my sins and he was perfect without sin himself, he could be sacrificed. He took on my sin. He became sin for me. And he defeated the devil on my behalf. He really ascended. The Bible says, he that uh, ascended, descended, he went down into the lower parts of the earth and he defeated the devil for me. And then he went up into heaven and he presented himself, his blood to the Father. It appeased him. It satisfied him. The word of God says it appeased God to bruise him. Hallelujah. And because of that, I am now birthed, adopted, born again into the family of God. And I'm a member of God's family. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know about you, <laughs> but that excites me. That excites me because I was separated. I was separated from God. But I heard the word. I heard the message and believed. But the faith... <laughs> The faith that it takes. You know, there's different types of faith. I was looking up faith, and the Bible talks about different types of faith. Growing faith, great faith. But the one faith that makes a difference is this common, mutual, and I put it together, saving faith. And the, that is what is important for you and I to believe the Lord and to believe the word of God. If you can believe that God can save you from your sins and you are now a child of God and you stand righteous before God. If you can believe that you are righteous before God, understanding um, the law and the fact that you are not righteous, but you now, when God looks at me, when God looks at me, he sees righteousness. And I know my thoughts. I don't know if you know everybody does that, but I don't think sometimes people are connected with themselves. I am so connected with Linda. <laughs> Woo, Lord have mercy. I'm connected. I was sharing with Pastor, we were talking about something, and you know, social media has just opened up so many things. And one of the things that it has opened is our ability to hear what people are thinking. Read and hear, and, and read and hear, and read and hear what people are thinking. And I said, gee whiz, I just don't have the time. I don't even want to know what I'm thinking. I try to get away from my own thoughts. You think I want to read yours? I don't. But that, that's a whole nother world that has been opened up to us. But the fact that all of this is righteous because of Jesus Christ is amazing to me. Read Jude. Let me try to wrap this thing up in Jude. 
praise the Lord. Jude says here, um, <clears throat> we understand um, Jude here says, Jude, uh, Brother James, he's writing. And he says here in verse 3, he, he tells why he is, uh, has a need to write this letter. And he says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exalt you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unaware who were before of old ordained to this condemnation ungodly men turning the grace of God, of our God, into lasciviousness and denying the Holy Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I just want to read that from the Message Bible. It says, Dear friends, I have dropped everything to write about this life of salvation that we have in common. I have to write insisting, begging that you fight with everything you have in you for this faith entrusted to us as a gift to guard and cherish. What has happened is that some people have infiltrated our ranks. Our scriptures warned us this would happen who beneath their pious skin are shameless scoundrels. Their design is to replace the sheer grace of God, hallelujah, the sheer grace of God with sheer license, which means doing away with Jesus Christ, our one and only master. Amen. Mm. And that's what's happening today, saints. <clears throat> we begin in faith and grace, believing in salvation, believing the finished work of Jesus Christ has brought us into one body, one family, through our faith. And now, there's infiltration, different doctrines, different things happening. And we want to add to it. It's faith plus law. Faith plus keeping this. Faith plus keeping that. Grace plus this. Grace plus that. No, it is nothing but Jesus Christ. When the Bible talks about faith without works is dead, it's saying if you believe, then you act on what you believe. That's the works, not faith plus sacraments. Faith plus keeping the Sabbath. It's faith. It's Jesus. When I add anything else to that one ingredient, it takes away from him. <laughs> so Jude is admonishing. He said, I had to, to, to stop what I was doing and, and beg you. And I say to you, living water, earnestly contend, fight Amen. not to be infiltrated, not to allow yourself to dilute the gospel with other things. We talk about uh, football 
And football here for me is a type of um, here contending. And with us, it's fun, it's a sport, and when we look at football as a sport, and I liken it unto the Word of God, my mind went to this scripture in Jude, and my mind, uh, uh, not just my mind, I'm saying my mind, but the Word also went to running a race. In the New Testament, the, uh, Paul constantly gives reference to running the race. We run a race of faith. Right? Paul says uh, in Corinthians, he talks about when we're running, we should contend and we run to, to win. Uh, 1 Corinthians 9, 24. So when we talk about football, you think about a football team. When they hit that ground, when they hit the field, when they get out there, they, they play to win. I'm not going to talk about anybody's team today, but sometimes we look and we say, why are they out there, right? But they have within their mind a determination to win. I don't care if uh, we have a third string quarterback this year. I don't care if our main uh, running back got hurt or our, our tight, something happened to our tight end. We who are on the field, we are going to compete. We're going to contend and we're going to work as a team. The thing about football is you got to be a team. We have learned in basketball that you don't have to be a team. You know, you can be a star. You can be a superstar. You can be a king. You can be a god. But in football, it takes a team. They do not win without a team. And it takes a team to fight. And it takes a team to pursue and to move forward. You, you have to have a defense and you have to have an offense. You have a strategy to fight, right? And you have a strategy to prevail or to win or to move forward. They're different. They're, the, the, the strategy when you're fighting, there's a strategy when you have to uh, defend yourself. And to defend yourself, you're looking at the opponent the strength of the opponent and the weakness of the opponent, but more so the strength of the opponent because I have to be stronger in that area if I am going to overtake him. That's what defense is about. A team in football, the, the team, the defensive line, they study the offensive line of the opponent. Those coaches, that's what those coaches get paid to do. There's coaches for defense, offense. There's coaches that coach different positions. But in football, if I'm a defender, if I'm a lineman on the defensive side, I have studied my opponent. And I have studied the offense because I never go against the defense of the opponent. I go against his offense. In football, that is. So I study that. We don't study the enemy. Uh-huh. No, we don't. No, we don't. The Bible tells us to be wise. Understand the devil and how he works and his, his tactics, where he comes at me, how he tries to get at me, how he tries to get at my family members. I understand how he works so I can be on the defense. There's a song that says, I told the devil not today. No, not today. You're not doing that. I see. We're so, we are so afraid at offending people. You can't think. You can't be afraid to be on defense. Amen, I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to knock you down. I'm going to talk trash. I'm going to look at you in your eyeballs. I'm talking about your mama. I'm talking about your sister, your brother, whoever that's going to weaken you. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They talk trash. They talk trash. And that's what the devil does to us. We don't talk trash back. We don't tell him, you, I read the book, you got your butt kicked. I know you were defeated. I read the book, and I have the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is power. 
I have power. He gave me power over you. And offensively, we have to understand the defense of the opponent. And that's what faith is about. Our faith is on, I would like to say it works in both, but faith gives you the ability to soar. And Ephesians, when I read, he said, you need to start it. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the hearers of your word. 
We thank you, God, because we know that you are God. There is none beside you, none like you. And we thank you for relationship. We thank you for access. We thank you for membership. We're your children. And we value that, God. Help us today as your church, as your children, to fight the battle of our minds in the name of Jesus. And I pray that we be encouraged to move forward in you because we already have the victory. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed and go with God today, church. Amen. On behalf of our pastors, Theodore and Linda Faison, we would like to thank you for joining the Living Water Christian Center Church for our Sunday morning virtual service. Although the physical doors of our church may be closed, our ministry is committed to spreading the gospel message and staying connected with you as we shelter and to support our ministry with your tithes and offerings. You can use PayPal, at Living Water CCC, Cash App at Living H2O Church, or Zelle at 973-902-9933. If you need any assistance or would like to send any prayer requests, you can contact us at 973-902-9933 or livingwater374 at gmail.com. We are also available via direct message at any of our social media platforms. Follow us at Living Water H2O Church on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay updated on our virtual worship services, Sunday school classes, prayer meetings, and Bible studies. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Be blessed and stay safe.